you see, the song I'm singing today is for all of us Mississippians. You got to be from the South to understand this right here. Yeah, I did. Uh. I took my high-class woman with me the next night. She didn't want to get out the car. She said it didn't look right. She walked into the room, had her nose in the air. It's 7 in the morning, y'all, and she's still in there. Smoke-filled room, whiskey and chicken wings. People dancing and drinking, and no one wants to leave. Let's go, baby. To the hole in the wall. Bro, I have been listening to the blues. Listen to, I am at an age now where the blues, I finally get it. Because as a kid, I just enjoyed the music. But now I'm an, I'm an adult with bills and shit going through life. And I'm like, oh, these niggas is preaching. I didn't know what song you're talking about. That's because you, you are too. I know Hole in the Wall. You're I know that co- the chorus. Ah, oh, man. You don't, bro. When you hear that smoke-filled room, whiskey and chicken, what? Bro, if that right there just don't mm, speak to your soul. Bro, I have been just bluesed out. Like, I just I just feel it now. Like, nigga got a song, I just, I got my whiskey, I'm just, I'm just, I got my shit. You bring your shit, I got my shit, we just gonna have a good time together like that. Man, by the way, these niggas is nasty as hell. Who? All these blues singers is nasty and as hell. Oh, yeah. Tyrone, come here, baby. Girl, I want to make sweet love to you. Oh. Tyrone Davis got another song called I'm Gonna Kiss You Where I Miss You. That shit is funny as fuck, but it's a jam. It's a bop. I'm gonna kiss you where I miss you. I'm gonna kiss you where I miss you. Hold you and console you. Man, listen. Is that like the is that type of music like the Listen. Chitlin circuit of music? Mm. Yeah, but I love that music. Cause that's us. When I say us, I ain't talking about just black people. I'm talking about that's for niggas from the south. Mm-hmm. You got to be a southerner to truly just really, get it. really Mississippi or Louisiana. Exactly, like that's that's us. That is fucking Tennessee. us. I just, I just, I just love it. Bro, I've been listening to Sir Charles Jones. Is anybody lonely? Anybody lonely? Bro, I just, oh, man. So when I'm going through it, when I'm in my emotions, this is what I've been listening to. I'm sitting on my patio drinking whiskey and shit, just sitting out there, bitch, just chilling. You just, you just drink whiskey straight? Yep. I'm old now. I'm telling you, I'm about to move to gin. I'm on it. Just straight. I am at that age now. I have been through shit. <laughs> <laughs> Goes through, I, goes through I, one heartbreak. Bro, I have and, been through and. shit. Uh, now, this is the real heartbreak. This is the heartbreak right here was the real one. Because I've been through heartbreak in high school. You know what I'm saying? That's not it. This one right here is different. When you think you're going to marry somebody and it's like, nah, all that shit is gone. Sitting on the patio just drinking. Just drinking and just watching the birds fly around and shit. Annoying my downstairs neighbors because my speaker be loud as shit. And I don't begin to fuck. What y'all going to do? But yeah, oh, what's happening, what's happening, what's happening, what's happening? Welcome back to another episode of Dope Discussions with your boy Devron D. Dennis, alongside my producer Shay McNeil. Say what's up to the people, Shay. Yo. And we are back. It ain't been that long since the last time we recorded, right? Just our regular schedule. I right, bet. We back, we back on sc- Okay, cool, 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 cool. Um, I ain't got no I see you players for y'all this week because I ain't paying attention to shit. I just told y'all what my life is. Serena, I, how uh, last match? I did. Bro, I was so mad that I missed, like I missed the actual match because I forgot. 
that it was coming on on Friday. Where is the first open? The U.S. first open. Where is that? The U.S. open uh, Queens, New York. Really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I saw the match before her last one, and Friday three or was it two? I think it was two. Hmm. Friday, I got home. I forgot about it. Like I truly just forgot. And I saw Twitter talking about Serena, and I was like, I just want to see how it ends. Turned on the TV where she was she was doing her goodbyes and shit, and I was like, fuck, I missed it. She lost. Oh, man. But, hmm. I ain't finna sit here and act like I was some avid tennis fan. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not either. I'm not finna sit here and act like. But I appreciate greatness when I see it. Mm-hmm. And I know. Do you know how to follow tennis? No. Okay. I mean, I I guess like if if you hit it and then the, if your <laughs> opponent doesn't hit it back, so then that means that you got a point or something. I'm trying to. So for me, I understand how to follow it up until it's time to like, like I. The only way I know how to the only thing I know how to compare it to is like a quarter in an NBA game or a basketball uh or basketball or a football game like the quarters. Mm-hmm. Like I don't know how they break down their like. Oh, yeah, you don't know how long that... Yeah, like, I don't know, like, when it's about to be at the end. Like, I know that after you get to 40, you had a... the next, If you score again, you won this match. 40 points? Set. Yeah, yeah, because it goes love, 15, then 30, then 40, and if you tie it up, it's a deuce, then you have to play to whoever gets advantage, and then you win that, that set, a match, a game, or whatever, but then you're going to play again. I don't know when it's, like, over. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know when it's about to be over until they say match point. And the reason why I know all this is because of Mario Tennis. Like, that's why I don't know how to <laughs> follow it. Like, I just know that after a while, somebody going to win. Somebody got to have more points than the next person. That's all I know. But it's kind of, bro, like, this type of shit be making me sad on the low. Like, I'm getting old. Mm-hmm. Like, like, Serena, like, think about it. When I, when I was in school, I keep forgetting I'm older than you. But I remember Serena Williams and them being on the Got Milk posters around the school with me the bees too. in their hair. Like, I remember that. I do, too. And now. You're not that older than me. I just, I'm just saying, like, I don't know what your, what your school did. Because sometimes. You did that, too. I'm just, I don't know, Shay, because you be trying to play me like I'm just so much older. You so like, I don't be knowing. what, three years older? How old am I, 29? Yeah. See? Huh. Yeah. 26. 26. Okay. That's who turned 27. All right. Uh. Uh, what was I saying? Oh, but it's like, I mean, when you think about it, she had a long career. Like she's been, I forgot what age did she win her first open or championship? Do not test me like this. I don't. Why would you? Well, she was young. She was. was, She was very young. She was young, and she's forty now. And it's like, but that's what I'm saying. That's like like, you don't you don't really see that a lot in any in any um. But that's what I mean. But I feel old because I'm listening to like I'm just thinking about like, bro. If I were to have, like, I'm going to put this on you. If you were to have any kids, your kids would come up in a world where Michael Jackson ain't here, Whitney Houston ain't here, Prince ain't here. Like, they're going to come up in a world where that, that they're going to come up in a world where Serena Williams ain't playing tennis. Mm-hmm. LeBron James probably won't be playing basketball. Like, that nigga's old as shit, too. Like, he, it's, he ain't even 40 yet. He'll be 40 very soon, and they've been playing basketball for 20 years. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's yeah. up there. I think he's trying to stay so he can play or play at least a season up. with his son. Yeah. But that's both he, of them? Not just one. I don't think. All right, just one. That's what I believe. If he do both, I mean, more power to him. But I'm just saying, like, that, that just it puts things in perspective. Like, I was talking to somebody the other day about 
I don't know if I said this on the show already, but like my son is at the age now. My son is literally next year. My son is going to be the age I was when I met his mom. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you said that last episode. Okay, I just like that shit. Just it just puts things in perspective for me. That's why I be on my patios drinking whiskey and shit, reflecting on life. Dang, so it's like, who's his MJ of his generation? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Like that's the thing. Like I think about all that shit. Like I don't like the things that I grew up with are slowly phasing out, and there are new there are new things that are replacing it. Like the thing that. We played coming up was Call of Duty. What well, they played, I didn't play Call of Duty. I hated that shit. But now it's the Fortnites of the world and shit like that. Like life is just—it's crazy to see the evolution of life at this stage in my life. Like I'm—I am more aware of it, I should say. Like it's just more shit that I'm looking at, and I'm just like, oh, nigga, you getting old? Yeah. Like when I think about my niece, my niece is eight years old. She has an iPhone. She got an iPad. She got a Switch. And it's like, I didn't get, I don't think I had my first phone until I was, what, in middle school? I was in middle school. And that was a flip phone. It it was a Nokia. A Nokia. With the snake game on it. And it was a track phone. My first phone was a track phone. And any time I sent a text, it took for my minutes. Like, I remember all of this i remember when the internet if you got on the internet it would make oh, your bill up. go up like oh man oh not dial up oh my god that's what i'm saying these niggas don't know lime wire i used to make cds burning cd that's mm-hmm. crazy that we don't do any of that shit no more like we are there now like we just mm. just it's crazy these niggas just get to pay $10 and listen to all the music that they want. Yeah. I didn't have an iPod. I had, like, the, the I had MP3s. I, I had, like, the, the ones you buy at Walmart. I had an iPod, but I didn't know how to work it for the first year. I didn't know that I had to download iTunes, so it was just in my house. Mm. I didn't know how to work it. Then I rised up and Googled it or whatever Google was. Maybe it was Ask Jeeves. Ask Jeeves. I asked Jeeves how the fuck did I put music on my iPod, and that told me how. When Yahoo was today's Google. Oh, my God. Man, look at... It's a lot of websites that fell off. AOL? Remember when they used to send the CDs? I don't know if you're mm-hmm. that old. That's what I'm saying. The 30-day, the 90-day trial with AOL, the dial-up? Mm-hmm. Man. Phone books. Phone books. We just... For those of y'all that's listening, like, we old. I know that those of y'all that rock with us, y'all are part of a demographic that are... I don't think we're old. It's just I feel like um a lot of technology advanced very That's what I'm saying. Like, we saw so much shit happen. Like, we saw a lot. Like, we went from VH- VHS tapes to DVDs But you to remember Blu-ray. the Disney commercials on the, on the um, VHS tapes? Mm-hmm. They used to be, like, exciting to see. Like, even, like, when the last time you bought a DVD? Do you even have any, a DVD player that's not your PlayStation? I was just about to say, my PlayStation, that's it. And not even that. That's if you bought the disc drive with the PlayStation. It was just, I think, $100 more, maybe. Yeah, that's, that's all I got. It's like people really don't don't have that. Like, I remember Redbox. I I I used to rent. I rent the whole Red Dead Red Dead Redemption Two from Redbox and played the whole thing just for a couple of days. Yeah, but they don't do that no more. It's crazy, and I just buy these shit. Why the fuck am I paying this much money? The Redbox still have video games in them, or they don't? No, they stopped because people would keep them. That's fair. I got to keep it too. At this point, nah, I don't steal, but I think about it. Like, Redbox is still a thing, but they, it's just movies. Like, they, they let go of video games because people just, they kept them. They didn't, they, they kept it for more than two days. Or they wouldn't, um, 
I don't know. They just they quit that. That's which fair. sucked. That's fair. Because that's how I play new games before I pay sixty something dollars for them. Now you just gotta pay for them. But now nobody even uses DVD, so what's the point? Mm. Well, you can just stream it. Yeah, and if you don't have internet at your house now, it's like you are living. How is that even possible? Mm. Like some people don't have Wi-Fi, and they're just not capable. Those of those people that live in rural areas just can't use it yet. Some Mm. some spaces. Yeah. Mm. So what we talking about today? Um, I wanted to check in on you. You and this (laughs) new single life. It's been a while since you've been out here, and you were telling me about your Starbucks uh, thing that you oh, had not, before you came. Oh, uh, well, Starbucks is interesting just because, uh, so uh, I've been single for a couple of months now. I'm figuring this shit out. Uh, so I am, at this stage of singledom, I'm figuring out the social cues of, yo, she wants you to come talk to her. Like, I'm I'm figuring this part out because at Starbucks, there was this chicken. I, I must admit, I look damn decent today. I ain't going to say I, got, I look the best, but... If I shot my shot, I feel like I feel like Steph Curry today. I feel like if I shoot, to the, I'm going to hit a high percentage of shots today. That's how I'm feeling about the way I'm looking. So this is why I'm about to go to Target. Like, I ain't got to get shit out of Target but a trash can. But maybe I may find somebody because the women's. Get your red shirt. Hmm? No. Nah. Okay. I don't want to go on that. That's the other thing. I'm just talking to women. Like, I just say small shit to women. Just like, yo, Hey, I love the way that shirt look on you. Love the way your hair looking. I just say that shit and I just move on. Just getting myself back out there to getting into the habit of talking to women and just interacting with women on an everyday basis. Because when I was in a relationship, I know how I am. And my energy is naturally flirtatious and I don't be trying to flirt and shit come across the same the wrong way. So I just, you know, I just I turned off everything. I don't know, I don't know what shit means. So now I'm out here in these streets, you know. I'm doing it. I'm doing it all. Whatever it, whatever it looks like. So, what's your? Uh, you probably relearning it, but like, what's your 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 go to? I know you you mentioned you went to the, the art bar or whatever, but like, do you? Do you just do you just slide in the DMs or do you do it in person? Whatever's well, clever, my nigga. Uh, <laughs> uh, but if there was a girl that you saw like at that moment, like it depends. What, so right now, I'm moving off of my nigga. Are you going to kick yourself when you get home? Like, if I, meet, if I see a chick and she back, she's, like, bad, I just tell myself, yo, bro, the worst thing she's going to tell you is no. Three point blanks. I just walk up and go, hey, how you doing? Da-da-da-da. Spit, whatever. Just wanted to say, yo, you look lovely today. And da-da-da-da. Are you a buy her drink type of dude? Uh, that, I'm not. I am, but I haven't done it since I've been single. But I am that type of guy just to... Hey, man, Do you to... think buying a, her a drink, that means she has to talk to you? Nope. I'm not entitled to shit. I think that buying her a drink lets her know that I am... I see her. I see her, and I'm trying to open the door to conversation. That's what buying a drink... That's what I'm opening. I am trying to open the door to conversation. It if doesn't she... mean that you have to open the door, but I'm trying to. If she's there with a friend, are you also buying her friend a drink? Uh, depends on if I've gotten paid or not. <laughs> Cause I, and that's the other thing. Like, if it's just the two of y'all, what one, if three. If it's, it depends on. Okay, what y'all drinking? Cause I'm not like if y'all drinking shit, and I'm about to be out of sixty dollars. I'm not doing that, nigga. Take that. It's the time from the universe that nigga. No, it's mm-mm, she's not the one for you. Because here's the thing. I think the decorum is I will send the table drinks if. I can afford it, 
and she bad enough for me to do so. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to take that L. If I'm willing to take the L, I just take the fucking L. Because she that goddamn bad. But yeah. I know my money looking funny. And she cute as shit. And she dealt with her with her homegirls. Like enough of them for me to just go, nah. So right now I'm in a space where I'm trying to cultivate relationships with bartenders. So bartenders can tell me what's up. Like, uh, so yo, man, what's, what's the deal with this group of people over, over here? What they drinking? This, then the third. Hey, boom. Hey, send them, a, send them another one. On me. And, you know, hopefully, that opens up, that opens up the door. And if mm-hmm. it don't, move on to that's, the next. That's, take the L. Seven, four billion women in, in the, on the planet, bro. All of them not going to tell you yes. My OG told me, yo, my guy, if you a baseball player and you hitting uh, four out of ten balls, you batting 400%. You batting 400. I'm sorry. Yeah, you batting 400. You are a fucking Hall of Famer. <laughs> and all you hit back was four out of ten women. With that perspective, that is how I'm out here in the streets. Am I in the DMs? Depends. Again, if, I, if we follow each other, I'm like, you post something and I'm just like, nah, you looking damn good. Shoot the shot. Worst she can say, worst thing she can do is say no. Or just not respond. Mm-hmm. I've had both happen, and I'm still here. Are you a double texter? My double texter. So by nature, yes, but not by what you like or what you mean. Like if I don't know, you you sent a text at 12 p.m. You ain't got no response. You oh hit no, it back at 2 p.m. No. No. Nope. <laughs> you saw my fucking text. I know you got it because it says delivered. Like you well, saw. She, saw she forgot. She's busy, and she you, you send her another one to remind All her right. that hey, so, I text you. That depends if I've already built some sort of connection with you. Mm-hmm. Like that's the thing. Like, let's say you are a chick that I don't know. I don't do the podcast with, but I know of you, mm-hmm. right? And I slide in your DMs. If you don't respond, I'm just gonna fucking take it as you don't respond. But let's say you do respond, and we built something, and. Already couple, been talking. Yeah, like a couple hours go by. I send a follow up, but I ain't doing no more than that. One that is one more. Mm-hmm. After that, you got let her go, dog. <laughs> like that is what my approach is, and that's what I would recommend that you do. Cause yo, bro, they see it now. Life happens. Damn, I'm hungry. I'm sorry if y'all hear my stomach. I'm hungry as hell. Um. Life happens, and sometimes you know you maybe get you may get caught up with life. This, then, the third, and you don't want to, and you just genuinely forget because that's me. Mm-hmm. I would be at work, and if I'm busy at work, I have my phone. I will see you text me, but I can't respond in that moment. If you was hit me back, if you hit me back, da da da, I will. I won't feel away. That's the other thing. Just don't be annoying. That's the, that is key. Don't be needy or annoying or desperate. All three of those things are unattractive. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be that. So, yeah, that's the way that I'm approaching it. Now, you mentioned another girl you're about to send to the back of the line. <sighs> no, I'm about to cut her ass all of the I'm about to let her go. Um, what happened? <laughs> Tell us the story. Uh, nothing happened. I just don't like her. <laughs> like, it's that. Like, it's not. How long y'all been talking? I've known this chick for a while. This, so, if I'm being honest... I think that this chick, she's somebody that I'm attracted to, but that's it. And I know mm-hmm. that I need more than attraction. 
Especially if you ain't just on, like, if you if we ain't just on some, yo, this is just sex, I'm going to need more than attraction then. And she's just fucking boring. Like, there's no diss to her. Like, she's just boring. And I'm just like. It was such a stomach. Yes, man, I'm fucking stuck. I thought that was airplane. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fucking hungry. I'm sorry. I'm hungry. I haven't eaten in a while. (laughs) But uh, (laughs) I think that's the last one. Um, I hope that's the last one. Um, That was loud. I'm hungry. Um, What was I about to say? Oh. You need more than attraction. Yeah, I need more than attraction. And um, do you know what you want at this moment? Are you just playing the field? Are you looking for another relationship that can lead to more? Am I looking? Nah. You know what's a good question I just thought about? Because I was watching a clip from another podcast, and they were talking about dating for the moment or dating for marriage. I don't believe in that. I used to believe in dating for marriage, but that was when I was 22, 23. I thought that was what you were supposed to be doing. At this stage of my life, especially because I have anxiety, like my anxiety, like, if I lean into my, if I lean into that, I know that my anxiety is going to take over at a certain point. And what mm-hmm. I mean by that is I'm going to start reading into, into too much. So for me, I date for the moment and allow that moment to lead to the next moment. Yeah. So I personally just want to go, yo, like there's this one chick that I'm talking to right now. I did not think I was going to rock with her the way that I rock with her. Especially at this stage. Like I just, just got out of a relationship. But I feel the vibe. Like, the vibe is there. I'm not saying I'm trying to get in a relationship with her. Nothing like that. Just seeing where it's going. But I can. the vibe is there, and I can tell it's there for the both of us. So we're just continuing to rock with each other. Yeah. And I'm opening at this stage of my life. I'm also making sure that my communication is on point. So it's just like um, I'm making sure that she knows what she's getting herself into when it comes to me. Setting the right expectations so a month or two down the line, you there are no mixed signals. Mm-hmm. Like, that's where it is. And then other women, I'm just like, I just want to get to know, I just want to get to know you. What's up? I ain't gonna, the, the physical attraction is there. That's why I wanted to holler at you. Now, let's see if there's anything that we can build off of and allow it to just go wherever that goes to. And if it goes to like it did with old girl, well, it's just like, okay, there's literally nothing here but physical attraction. And you ain't on just some sex shit. Mm-hmm. I feel like when you... That's actually why I decided I was going to drop her. Like, she was like, uh, we were supposed to do a date or something, but some came up. And some came up, and I just asked, I was like, yo, you want to wanna have sex? We've had sex before, too. Like it's not like that's why I asked her that because that's how you asked. I was cause, and I was half asleep. I was like, man, you ain't about to come out of the way out here, and you ain't on no sex today. I I just I'm just not in it. That, that's how I knew that. Okay, you got to let her go then because that's all. That's literally the only thing that you yeah. in this for. Like once I once I had that realization, I was just like, <sighs> she deserves better than this. If this is not what she wants, I gotta let her go because I literally just thought she ain't on no sex. So that means you about to go out. And not have too great of a time. <laughs> and I'm not doing this to myself. Not today. No. So, yeah. I just like, you want to have sex? No? All right. Bet. I feel like if you um are, like, in a relationship and you're, like, giving yourself 
goalposts in a relationship like oh after one years we should be doing this after two years we should be doing this that's that sounds like dating for marriage instead of just like i don't know but everything is so different like yeah when okay because so, there's some people who who can get but who who know they're ready at six months nine months but if you're like okay we've been together i, I don't know i also don't have uh you know enough background in this but it's just like i don't know i wouldn't say i would be dating for marriage dating for marriage is such a scary concept because it's, for me marriage is too it's such a heavy thing it's a beautiful thing mm-hmm. but it's super super heavy like when i think about that i think about financially oh i need my finances <laughs> finances are a part of it but that's not even what i'm talking about like the person that I marry, finances is gonna be a part of the conversation, but it's just like we got to make sure that we have the same definition definition of marriage going into this thing. Mm-hmm. Like, and the foundation is set on like what does marriage mean? What what are we doing? This, that, and the third. Because me, marriage means that yo, I'm at a point now where I know that I want to go through life with this person, and this is gonna be my person when shit hit the fan. This is who, before I go to anybody, it's going to be this person. Whatever I need to talk about, like, whatever I'm going through, this person got to be up on it. Like, Mm -hmm. as I think back on, like, certain shit, like, certain weddings that I've been to or weddings that I've seen in movies and shit like that, and I always talk about how the couple becomes, like, one, one thing, and I never, now I understand, now I look at that different. Especially now that I've opened myself up to, like, different possibilities of what can happen in a marriage. Like, what if my partner tells me that she still loves me, but she want to open the marriage up? That's, that's just a thing that she wants to do. That's, doesn't affect us in any way. We're just talking about a sex thing. Or maybe she wants to build another connection with another person. How would that affect me? You see what I'm saying? Like. Mm-hmm. And Once upon a time, you were thinking about that. I think I could do it. Like, I still, but I'm saying, like, now, though, I'm looking at it like I have to be okay with that being a possibility. And I need for them to be okay with that being a possibility. Like, if they bring that up, I need our foundation to be so strong that they, we know that we're not trying to go outside of the marriage to find something that's not inside of our marriage. Will and Jada. I don't think the way that they do it is healthy. Um, <laughs> I, I just don't. Um, Still strong. Uh, as far as we know. I, I guess. I don't know. You're right. As far as we know. But I'm de- they are a reason why I think about it like that, though. Like, because at one point in time, they had an interview where they were like, there's never been no infidelity in our marriage. They never said that they never had sex with nobody outside of their marriage. They just said there's never been no infidelity inside of the marriage. Mm-hmm. Meaning that there must have been some sort of understanding there. And their relationship is still strong. I just, I'm at a point now where that type of commitment has to be a commitment that I'm willing to see through. Like that death do us part thing. Bro, the reason why I can't get married and get divorced because if I know for a fact that Ribbon in the Sky is going to be in my rib, that it's my favorite song in the world. Mm -hmm. (laughs) There's no song I love more than Ribbon in the Sky, right? If I get divorced, this is how I know. This is how I know. I know what I'm talking about. Me and 
My ex broke up. There's certain music I just can't listen to no more. You can't listen to Ripping the Sky anymore? No, because she, no, 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 no. Like, my love for Ripping in the Sky goes way past what she, what, what I felt for her. And I love that woman. <laughs> but it wasn't a part of one of the most significant days of my life. Mm-hmm. Like, I didn't attach that song to us like that. Like, that song, that love that I have for that song is just, it's just deep. Like, it's just one of the most beautiful songs I've ever heard. That's why I got to be a part of my wedding. If I get divorced and you take Ripping in the Sky from me, the level of resentment I'm going to have towards this person you is going to... You can play it in the next wedding, the second marriage. No, I don't want to do that. Like, Why that's not? what I mean because... Like, that... A ribbon that, in our sky for our love. Mm-mm. There's multiple ribbons in the sky. Nah. Nah. That's what I'm... Like, that love is unique to me. Like, that love that he's talking about is... I love to be treasured and to be held on to. You can't take that song from me. Like, there are certain songs that I can't listen to no more that I'm just like, all right, I won't listen to this no more. But Ribbon in the Sky ain't one of them. <laughs> can't take that from me. What the fuck are we talking about? You're talking about dating. I know the, I know the dating question for you. Mm-hmm. Do you find it hard to date more than one person at the same time? Because nope. I do. No? Mm-mm. I do. Maybe because I just, I don't know, I like to focus on one thing at one time. I, I just, like, as far as, like, real dates, I don't mean, like, just talking to people. I meant, like, going on one date and then you got another date. Like, I can only date physically one person at a time. Talking, like, on the phone or texting, that's different to me. That don't bother me at all. Uh, I think that's a part of my, the polyamory side that I want to explore a little bit deeper because dating is like it's just like we went out to eat I took her to the park or the zoo or whatever the fuck we did that day and then I went out to eat with somebody else and I'm in the moment like I'm truly in the moment with this person whatever in this moment whatever happens in this moment happens and then cool I ain't throwing you away it just means that yo we've had our moment I'm on to the next moment. Mm-hmm. And if you're somebody that can't deal with that, i let you know that, yo, this is what I'm doing. Like, I'm not, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm not leading you on. Like, I'm not leading you on. Like, okay, you about to be my girl, my person, this, whatever the fuck. And you like, then I'm out here dating other people. Like, you're not going to, I'm not going to do that to you. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you know that, uh, I'm out, I'm out here. <laughs> I'm single. I'm not looking for nothing serious like that. But I rock with you. And I want to continue to date you. And then you made that decision for yourself. Mm-hmm. So, for me, no. Now, could I have multiple relationships? That's the thing that I haven't done. <laughs> I wanted to, I'm interested in seeing if I could. Yeah, but I got to get my paper up first, though. I'm not trying to be in multiple relationships, and I ain't got the money to do so. Like, I'm talking about sending drinks to a table. Like, imagine Christmases and shit like that. Like, well, I got to be gotta, extravagant. bring that... That conversation back. We had this like years ago. We were uh, recording the um in Hattiesburg. Yeah, actually on campus. Wow. I think it's been a long time since we had this conversa- conversation, and and I remember saying like, okay, because this is when you were when you're in a relationship. Like, what if that 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 other person? comes over for the night like do y'all all sleep in the same bed do one sleep in the guest room do you sleep in a couple hours over here then go over there so like 
because this is at the time where you were like you were uh you know just thinking about opening up the current relationship that you already had with somebody that, that you've been with for years and letting in somebody new in so all right i would tell you what at this stage in my life i can tell you this ain't nobody stand over in my house but the person that i'm with mm-hmm. um like my per- my primary partner like my partner like that's the way that i would do polyamory i'm not trying to have maintain a thousand different relationships like i know that i feel for me that in this life i'm supposed to have a primary partner there are people that don't do that and i don't judge it but i that's what it feels like for me i'm supposed to have a primary partner right so there's a space that's safe for me there's a space that's sacred for she and i ain't nobody entered that space um, unless we enter a relationship with a person and we decide to let them into that space, cool. But the relationships that we cultivate outside of she and I don't enter our, don't enter our sacred space. That would be the, but I'm not going to trip if she doesn't stay at the crib every night or I don't stay at the crib every night. Like, that's how I see it at this stage of my life. Mm-hmm. Moving forward, that could change. Would you be open to sharing a person with your primary what girlfriend? You like y'all, y'all dating the same person, or y'all just dating others separately? <laughs> In a weird way, I almost—I think I almost did that. Like, I yeah, that wasn't like you mean if we had a girlfriend simultaneously. That would just yeah, like yeah, I think I got really close to doing that. Like that wouldn't bother me at all. Like, Don't you think that would be easier or harder than just having your own or y'all having your own separate person outside of the relationship? Depends on where we are. Like, easier or harder? I think all this shit is difficult. Man, dealing with one person. A relationship in itself is tricky to navigate. Like, not just romantic. Like, relationships in general. Friendships or whatever. They all difficult to maintain. So, I just think that it's going to bring a different level of difficulty into our relationship. That's all. I don't think it's going to be more difficult or anything like that. I just think it's going to add a new dimension to it. Mm. It's such an interesting taboo, because it is taboo, uh, situation to hear or watch happen. Because, like, one of my favorite um, drag queens, they have two boyfriends. Like, um, he, they have their primary boyfriend, been together for years, but they also have their own boyfriend that they don't share. Now, I'm saying they because they're non-binary. Mm-hmm. So, I don't know, j- j- just hearing them, like, talk about the relationship so casually, like, it's interesting. So... Thing that I've had to learn how to do was let go of the need to, I guess, control. Like I think that's the only word that fits it. Like I let go of the need to control how they, how I want them to feel about me. Like if you got to have all these other people, then that mean that you must you must not rock with me the same way or this, that, and the third. Like. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not holding on to that. Like, bro, you're going to do what the fuck you want to do anyway. So you might as well just tell me the truth and 
We a lot of chips to fire. What the, what the fuck they may? Like, and here's the thing. I get to decide whether or not I still want to rock with you or not. Your dog is in the thingy over here. He, he oh, can, his bed? Yeah. Oh. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, I mean, for me, like, once I started to let go of that, it's like, bro, you can't control none of this shit. Look at all the shit you've tried to control and look at what the fuck happened. Just let go, bro, and let shit be. If you date somebody and you tell them that they that you are leaning toward the polyamorous the polyamory side of the spectrum versus the monogamy side of the spectrum, and they leaning toward the monogamy side of the spectrum, can they ask them can they deal with that? If they can't, cool, because there are people that are in monopoly relationships. Like one person is like, yo, this is all I want. I don't need nothing else. And they're not bothered by the fact that that person is also poly. That is interesting to me because <laughs> it's like, how do you navigate that? But I'm also just like, it's possible. Like, it's just, again, it's just opening up, letting go of the attachment of I'm unworthy if this person needs more people than just me. You have to let go of that because with God, whether or not you have that person in your life, you are worthy and you're going to be okay. You got to let go of that. And once you let go of that, then you decide whether or not, actually, I just, it's not that I don't feel unworthy. I just want my partner, I just want me and my partner to be with just each other. Like, mm-hmm. that's just what I, that's how I see relationships in my life. You find somebody that match that. That's it. And vice versa. If you poly and you like, damn, I really like this person. But they want me to, they want me to not be poly. And that's just not how I see relationships. You got to let go of that person. Like, you can't control none of that. You just mm-hmm. got to let people be who they are. Yeah. Oh, all right. That was a good talk. On the fly. Yeah, absolutely. I don't even think we have to talk about the religion stuff. I wanted to, bro. I'm ready. I'm ready. We can save that to when we can have more thought put into it. All right. I'm a, where we at right now? We're like at 38 minutes. Oh, damn. I didn't know we were talking for that long. Yeah. All right. So, what you doing? Uh, So, the reason why the religion part conversation was supposed to happen today is because i watched honk for jesus i think the whole title is honk for jesus save your soul or something like that that's a very long title uh so that's why i think it's just honk for jesus but um it's with regina hall and stephen k brown sterling k brown thank you very much the dude from this is us uh that is um the black panther's uh uncle thank you very much oh yeah he is i forgot he was in there but um it's basically about this pastor who is um trying to rebuild his congregation after a controversy and Regina Hall plays his first lady. It's a they're advertising it as a comedy, but it's really there's some funny moments in there, but it's actually it's a little dark. Not like dark like scary, but there is like some truth to this. I'm pretty sure that they can't, that they um were inspired by Pastor Eddie Long from Atlanta. He's dead now, but um, he was alive. He had a few controversies that aligned with this movie. But um, it was really good. And it just made me think of, like... Because this is, like, the they're, they're, um, that mega, mega church <laughs> background. Like, T.D. Jakes, like, Joel Osteen type. You said that's that nigga church. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. I mean, they are. 
you know, Negroes. <laughs> oh, my God. My fault. My they fault. are Negroes, but this is like the churches that have like 25,000 people that come every Sunday. And it's like they're they're rich. They live in a mansion. They have sports cars. They rare Prada. That was like um, a real important part of the movie, showing how they they use their their religion to say like, oh, you can tell how I I, I worship God because look at all the money I have now. You know, look at how I live. Like this is. This is like all the effort I put in loving God and, and you know, and it's really like, you know, that's kind of that's one thing I hate about religion It's like, how can you have or or show all this money, but the people in your church are struggling or or they're donating all these t- these the uh, ties. And it's like, uh, I know I just can't I can never get behind it. Like I don't even know how you bring yourself to go to a mega church. Knowing that your knowing that your that your that your pastor and first lady is rolling up in a Lamborghini. I, I, that's always that's so tricky for me. Like so, like ain't that in the Bible? Greed. <laughs> yeah, that's one of the seven deadly sins. Um, I it's tricky, right? Because there are some pastors that I believe deserve it. Pastor T.D. Jakes is one of them. That bald head nigga be spitting. I don't care what nobody say. That nigga be spitting. And I all of them be spitting. Nah, they be saying the same stuff. But I'm saying like I don't say that they not saying no, like No 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 no. What I'm saying stuff, is like there are some people where I'm just like, my nigga, you you hustling. Like I could like I could feel the hustle. But when do you give back? What do you mean? Like you can give back, sure. But it's like the 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 ratio of you and your your congregation is like So I I'm a, I'm a, this, the reason why I use past T.D. Jakes is because the way that I see his movement, right, it feels okay to me. Some people, like Joel Osteen, I don't trust that nigga as far as I can throw him. Like, there's just some people where I'm just like, like, when the shit happened, the hurricane happened, and that nigga didn't want to let nobody in the church for refuge. Like, that was wild to me, right? And that was like one of them times, it's like, see, you ain't to be trusted. With T.D. Jakes, there's a, first of all, let me say this. I don't think that everything about this person is right. I don't believe that none of us are 100% right. I'm quite sure that if I were to find out some stuff, I'd be like, wow, I can't believe that T.D. Jakes does this. But I am saying that his energy to me feels like he in this for all the right reasons. And I have been a person, I've always been a person that thinks that if that's what your work is, you should get paid for it. Now, up to what extent? That's the tricky part. Like, how much of the money is he getting from the church versus how much of the money is he getting from just speaking deals and book deals and all this other stuff like that he does based off of what his service to, um, for lack of a better word, the culture is. Or to humankind is, <laughs> to spirituality is. Like, is he not supposed to get paid for this? Like, if I found out that Pastor T.D. Jakes was taking 50% of the proceeds for himself from the church, that wouldn't be okay with me. But if he was like, yo, I get like 20, 20% of the proceeds. That's what helps me feed the family, this, that, and the third. And I do all this other stuff. I'm speaking all the time. I get invited out to places all the time. And they want to hear me speak. And there's a service charge for me speaking. Like, I got to get there. I got to feed my family, this, that, and the third. 
I'm not mad at that. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, that's why I said it's tricky for me because you can tell. Like, that was this one pastor that was like, yo, I need to buy a private jet with the church's money. Like, I'm like, no, look, no, the fuck you don't. No, no, you, no. <laughs> with the church's money? You can't fucking do that shit. Like, that's when it gets a little, it's okay, this is somebody that I can rock with. I just feel like in the church, we move the goalposts. What do you mean? Like to whatever we want. You know what I'm, you know what I'm trying to say? I'm listening to Expound. Expound it's on like, um, like, I'm not talking about the Jets or anything. That's like, that's just crazy type of stuff. But like, if you're, if you're, if your whole outfit is worth $10,000 and you're on the, the pul- in the pulpit preaching and that type of wealth on you, that's just hypocritical to me. How so? And I'm, not, I'm, I'm asking how so because I just genuinely want to understand because what Because what are you doing as a man of God, as a as leader of this church? <laughs> what are you doing? Like, like, is that not in the Bible? Like, mind you, I don't, I don't read the Bible. So, I don't know every scripture in there. But it's like, that's greed. It depends. That's, 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 I, it, so, again, I put it to you like this, right? If he's not spending the people, the church's money, like the way that I look at the way the church's money should work is the church's money is for the church and for the community, right? And a portion of that goes towards the pastor. And I think it should be, it depends on the level of your church. And it depends on where you are in life. Like if you are a person that dedicated their life to serving God and your church ain't doing nothing. Like you, matter of fact, we in Shay's apartment, because I've been to these types of churches. Like we in the apartment, you got yeah, I've been a pe- storefront. That's what uh, I'm saying. Like churches, they got 20 people in here, and this is how you pay your bills, and this is also how you keep the storefront running through this. I'm not mad at that, like yo, because you're dedicating your life to this service. But if your church is the size of a Joel Osteen, and you up here in a ten thousand dollar suit, and that ten thousand dollars came from the church, I am bothered by that. But if you sold a book <laughs> and you made the money where it didn't come from the church, just came from things you do in church and you have this money, hey, man, I say do what you want with your money. Mm-mm, I just can't get behind that. Why not? Like, I mean, you can't. Mega, mega churches, like, shouldn't you be giving back all the millions of dollars back to all the All of it? <laughs> Why not? Not all of it. You obviously need a home or a roof over I, your head. Mm-mm. But, like, have you seen Joel Osteen's home? I don't, one, I don't trust him. That's what I, Joel Osteen, I don't trust. That's what with him. One, again, if it's money that you made outside of the church, but the people in your church are good. But it's not just out. It's not just the church is just a building. It's but just, just a home. But no, the church. No, when I but say church, still, I you're mean still the, preach, you're still preaching the world word if you're like uh, going around the, the country to do it. You're still preaching the, the word think, of the Bible, right? Yes. So whether I think it's, it's I think under a portion, the church or not. Here's another thing. Pastors pay tithes. Tithes are number 10%. If, okay. If T.D. Jakes made a million dollars last year, I I trust that he gave 100000 of it back to the church or back, and he gave 100000 of it back to the community in some, some capacity. I trust that with T.D. Jakes. With Joe Osteen, I don't think he gave back 100000 Like, that's what I'm saying. If they making all this money, and they giving back the portion of which they're supposed to be giving back. And they also donating on top of that. I think it's perfectly fine for them to go, yo, but with this 
Oh, and that's before tax. So if he made a meal, they taxed five hundred thousand of it, and he still gave a hundred thousand of it back to the church. He got four hundred thousand dollars left over, and he want to buy a ten thousand dollar suit. How can I be mad at him on top of him also doing with that other four hundred thousand dollars he got left helping out certain church members if he know that yo the lights gonna be turned off? And he just hey I I got two hundred dollars to give to this church member because the lights gonna be turned off, or I am doing this like it's like. After a while, I'm just like, as long the way that I look at it, honestly, it's like, yo, bro, what you're doing is honorable, and you're not taking from the people in the church. That's the shit that bothers me. When you're taking from the people, and you're not there for the community, and you just taking from them, and you're not giving back, that is when it gets a little tricky for me. But if you're giving your 100K, and you're helping out the members in the church, and you still got $10,000 left over to get you a little suit. And you like, hey, bro, I ain't going to hold you. This Armani suit looking good. And I know I'm going to kill him when I get up there on Sunday in this. I say do it. I don't see why they have to be the people. And they, they can never just go out and, hey, I wanted to I wanted to buy the Lamborghini and I had the money left over. I did everything I was supposed to do. And I saw this Lamborghini and I got the money to buy it. Why can't a pastor drive a Lamborghini? I don't understand uh, that. I don't know. I, I just feel like it's somewhere in the Bible. Something is, I, is, is that talks about it. I wish I knew more. And I just realized that T.D. Jakes is in there. I think so. Huh? I know. That's the reason why I, that's the reason why I picked him. That, that nigga be spitting. Like, <laughs> I'm sa- the reason why I say that is because it's like, they still human too. Like, that's what I'm like. I don't want... To get to a point where it's like I hold certain people above human desire, right? Like, bro, and the thing, the human desire is for them to buy a car after they've taken care of the church, after they've done everything they're supposed to do. I can't say say that because you do this thing, you can't drive a Lamborghini because you. Because you preach, you can't drive a Lamborghini. But goddamn it, if I want to drive a Lamborghini and I don't preach, I can drive a Lamborghini. And I'm not doing shit for the community. Like I never do shit, but I can and you can't. And you do all this great shit. We do it with politicians all the time. There's certain things politicians shouldn't no. do that we do. Cause what? We're not politicians. We're not. This is not our job. We're but not. What certain to do this. things are we talking about? And that's the thing. What things are we talking about? And my thing with politicians is these niggas incredibly are incredibly overpaid. I think the politicians should be making a median of uh, what their constituents make. I think a lot of the pastors are, are over incredibly overpaid. I think so too. If they're sitting in front of church, if they got a book deal, yo, bro, if you preaching, you preaching. Some of these niggas ain't got no book deal. That's what or I'm saying. They still like that. These people that like TD Jakes and Joel Osteen's. Those are just two but of the biggest mega churches. The reason that we why know I use of. both of them is because one of them I don't believe, and the other one I do. And it's like, but T.D. Jakes, until something comes out that makes me go, pardon me, until something comes out that makes me go, I can't believe this nigga is taking from the church like this. I can't believe this nigga is doing the church like this. I'm going, I'm riding with him, like, because he hasn't done it. And he hasn't, the other thing is, I don't, I don't know what T.D. Jakes drives, Right. I don't know if he drives he a Ford truck. That's for damn sure. But I'm saying if he drives he a Benz, but if he, that's for damn. But if sure. he drives a Benz, how can I be mad at that? I know people that work at T-Mobile that can afford a Benz. <laughs> like that's what, like it's like it's not even like a. But, but that's what I'm saying. What if all he wanted to buy himself was the Benz? But to some people, 
the Benz is too much. Like to some people, it's like he's supposed to be driving a Nissan Altima. It's gonna get you to the church and back home, and that's it. Why you got a ten bedroom house? Why you got all these rooms? Why do you have a ten bedroom? Maybe house? he got. Maybe he got twenty grandkids, and he like to host Christmas and Thanksgiving. That nigga don't. You don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, he don't. You can't put that on him. <laughs> Why I can't? We, that's just. I, I, I'm just saying. Shame. We we getting closer to an hour, and I want to move on to other uh, what you're doing. Go, go. I'm, I'm just, just saying. saying. I'm just saying. Watch Hunk for Jesus. Save your soul. It's a good movie. All right. It's on Peacock, and I think it's in theaters too. All right. What else you doing? Um. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's all you saw. Uh, I have. I mean, I've been watching the House of, you know, it's House of the Dragons, not House of Dragons. Black, I, from what I understand, and these niggas just call them them dragons. Yeah, but also, I'm 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 very impressed. I was a little scared that it wouldn't mount up to Game of Thrones. Once I found out it had a book to go along with it, that's like perfect. Oh yeah, and um, the author I forgot his name. George but, um, R. George R. Martin, I think. Like he's he's working. I mean, he worked on Game of Thrones too, but you know, at the end, they ran out of material, yeah. source material. They showed. Like, bro, you know what I get mad at? Just randomly, they had a scene where Jon Snow and Daenerys was just riding the dragons. Like it was like a like a Disney movie they had a more moment. Like they just riding the dragons together. Like this is so cute. This ain't what the fuck I watched Game of Thrones for. That was just one scene. But I'm saying it's just like. This is they so gotta have a touching moment. They were bonding. But I'm saying, like it did, it, you could tell that it didn't. The only Targaryens. But it just didn't feel. It didn't feel in flow with the series. Like I just randomly just think about that. Like, how many touching moments throughout the seven, throughout the nine or eight seasons that there were, that were that touching? Like I'm not saying there are not touching moments in the show, mm-hmm. but that was just like some shit I expect for Disney to produce. Like, oh look at them riding the dragons well, together. This really is so cute. Like, I get that they wanted to put the only Targaryens in the world together. It's like, I didn't like that anyway. Those two together. Nah, it was weird. Even before we found out about John, He gave her the business, though. Yeah. But I will say, see, I don't, I don't want to spoil it for you, but you, you need to watch. There's a new episode. We're, we're recording this on Sunday, so there's a new episode coming out tonight. I'm you gonna... need to get caught up because I need to have a conversation. All right. There is some things. I will try. I did see that there was a nigga on the show, and I was like, wow. And he's a, I like him. I like him. He was talking his talk. I saw him, and I was like, I'm rooting for this nigga automatically, even though he has a white wife. You know? Trying to get on that throne. Not often that I I do that, but mm, there's a nigga with white dreads on this show, and I said, "You know what? At least they putting us and in the, it, and there's he's important. I can tell that he's the, important." The wig is late too. Nigga does look good. I would give him that. And I think he's the richest. He's like the Lannisters mm. in this. Like he's the richest uh, name. Okay, bet. I'm gonna watch. You know what? I think it's the Starbucks that got my stomach acting like this. Cause I feel like something in here is not. I don't feel like it. It's not the best Starbucks I've ever had. It looks watery. That's why I don't like them putting ice in my stuff for just a little bit. I mean, I'm about to throw this away now. It's over with. What else you got? Um, Yeah, House of the Dragon is good. Um, I'm having a hard time watching stuff. Me too. Like, I just don't want to commit to, like, watching stuff. Saw She-Hulk yet? See what? She-Hulk. No. Which, I mean, I might watch it, but I'm going to wait for it to the season to finish. I still haven't watched uh, Moon. What's his, what's his name? Great show. Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Great show. I watched the first episode. I enjoyed it. I just. There's <sighs> so much content. 
it's, it's yeah. too much content. Like it's it's really that easy. It's that simple to me. It's too much content. I need to watch the last two um episodes of Abbott Elementary because that's coming back this month. Damn, Abbott Elementary is coming back. Twenty first. See, be the shit that be making me sad. I was watching Abbott Elementary with somebody, and I gotta continue without them because I'm not gonna not watch Abbott Elementary. I'm not doing that to myself. It's a new season. It's a new year. Sure. Okay. Sucks to suck. Um, what else? Is it? Yeah. You ain't got nothing else. You ain't playing no video games. PlayStation just sitting over there collecting dust. I've been playing The Sims. You got the uh, mods on there? Bro, The Sims mods be looking wild. Oh, that's the only way to play it. If you're playing just a base game with no mods on there, I don't understand how you're having fun. You gotta have the mods. I'm not just talking about, like, clothes. I mean, like, people really, like... They really add a lot to the bruh, game. I've seen. I'm like, bro, this shit is lit. Like, I want. Can I add it to my PlayStation? Can I add the mods to the version of my PlayStation? No. I didn't think so. It's only for. So I mean, I don't have computer. Time. I don't have time. On I have your laptop. That's what I'm saying. I don't. Have, I don't. I only open my laptop and I gotta write something, which I've been opening up the door to do writing shit. Um, let me see. What my life look like. So, this past week, uh, I turned 29 on Sunday. Damn. Stop. It's like when that lady said double homicide. It's like, why are you doing it? Stop Actually, it. I was, I was, it was <laughs> Kevin Hart and Don Cheetah. <laughs> like, I'm like, man, first of all, shit. Um, but I'm going, I'm going through a metamorphosis. I can feel it. Um... I'm connecting with myself in a different way. Dog, I am starving. My stomach is about to do it again. I can feel it. Um, I'm going through a metamorphosis right now. I um, We're going to talk about my spirituality next week, next time. Um, oh, but yeah, because we, uh, just a preview. We praying to trees. We praying to candles. I didn't, not praying to trees and candles. I'm meditating and connecting with a tree. Thank you very much. Not praying to the tree. Just grateful for the tree and what all it does for me. And us. They provide us with oxygen, Shay. You should be more grateful. Um, <laughs> I'm praying with a candle that helps me connect with myself. Um, um, but, yeah, I'm going through that. Um, going through a chakra. Like, bro, there's a lot happening with my spirituality. Hey, we can talk about that. Once we had a whole Oh, you got chakras now? We, I've always had chakras. Like, I, I have them now. I've always had them. I just, I'm cleansing and I'm opening them what up. What are chakras? So, they are portals of energy inside of our, bo- our bodies, right? Each chakra stands for a different thing. Um, There's the, actually, I got to, I don't want to skip anything. I'll tell you, I was having before. Is that science-based? Um, Depends on what science you believe in. <laughs> and the reason why I say that is because... In the eastern part of the world, yes. In the western part, not so much. But western science ain't really the best fucking science for you to be basing anything off of, honestly speaking. So there's also that. All right, so there's the sacral chakra. That's the one, like, right here in the pelvis. It controls, like, creative energy and sexual energy and stuff like that. Uh, The solar plexus, I can't pronounce that word. The heart chakra. Third eye chakra. The root chakra. The throat chakra. And the crown chakra. That's that's all set. The crown? Crown. The one up here. Oh. Like, it's what helps you connect with the universe more. Or the divine. Or with God. Or whatever the hell it is that you call it. That's what the crown chakra is for. 
Uh, uh, that's what that crown chakra helps with. Um, so I um, well, actually, right now is in the midst of opening them. I can tell that I got a lot of chakras blocked, based off just a couple of years of my life. I'm just like, okay, things haven't been going the way that I want to. Why am I behaving this way? This, that, and the third. And it's like, oh, chakras blocked. Deal with that. Um, as far as what am I reading right now? There's a book that I'm about to read, uh, and it's called Ego is the Enemy by Ryan Holiday. There's a book. Like, it's been calling me all the time. I just kept running from it. Um, but because of the conversation that we had earlier about, like, around relationships and shit, like, I can tell, like, a lot of stuff that I do in relationships is based on my ego and fear of protecting the ego. And, like, that book, now I can tell it's time for me to read that book just based off of, like, where I am in life. Um, so there's a book that I'm about to read. He goes to Enemy by Ryan Holiday. Um, by the time we record again, I should be done with it. Um, what am I watching? Smart guy, still. That's Comfort TV. I can't help it. It's and it holds up. Like it's amazing to me how well Smart Guy holds up. And I watch it every night. Like I haven't seen it. It's only three seasons. I've seen all these. Up. That's all I've been watching all summer. Smart Disney guy. Plus. Yep. Uh, what else am I watching? She Hulk. She Hulk is um. How can I put this? It's good, but it's like corny. Pandering is what if that's the word I want to use because it's like I'm all for female empowerment through the arts, but it's certain shit. It's like, bro. I want to see y'all, y'all don't do guys this way. I want y'all to show all parts of what it's like to be a hero. And I want to see the struggle that women go through too. Like, sometimes when I look at, like, the way that Marvel treats their um, women characters, it's like, because they women, they don't struggle. And that's, like, the opposite of what's true. Because y'all women, y'all have so many struggles, and yet and still y'all preserve to get through them. Mm -hmm. Like, that's kind of what I want to see. Instead of it just being, I'm woman, no struggle. That's not true. <laughs> like, I don't like the fact that the men get all the struggle and women just show up and they just, they just are. No. It makes me wonder, like, who's behind. Just, it's pandering. Like, you can tell that it's pandering. Like, when we were talking about Game of Thrones earlier, it's like, I like the fact that they're willing to just show the ugliness of it all. Oh, you, well, sorry to, to jump back to the House of, Dra House of the Dragons. So you said you didn't finish the first episode. How far got, did you get? I got ten minutes in, and that was it. Okay, so you didn't even get like to the. To I'm not the, there yet. Like, but I trust game. When, every time you say it, it's like, bro, they go there. I'm like, that's what the fuck I want. Oh, I, like I don't think Game of Thrones was ever this. I can't gory. Everything. Everybody that I've spoken to about this show is like, bro, they go there, and I'm like, yes, that's what I've been missing. I don't want the safe shit. I don't want the shit that's gonna not make Twitter have a conversation. Like, I want all of the ugliest parts of it. Because that's what art is. Art is a reflection of life. Don't give me the safe shit to make sure that nobody's going to tweet anything bad about it. Um, By the way, I do think it's corny that y'all niggas is talking about um the twerk scene with Megan Thee Stallion and She-Hulk. I saw that was like a credit scene. Uh, Kind of. But it's like, bro, that's, that's not the part that fucking bothers me. Like, I don't give a fuck about She-Hulk twerking. That's not what's corny about that shit to me. Um, somebody actually summed it up perfectly. If she hawk twerking, I want to see her break the fucking floor. Like, I want to see that there's so much thrust thrown when she twerks that it 
cracks the fucking floor open. Like, that's the type of shit that I want to see. Um, also, go ahead. Go for you it. have rigor in my Google search. Rigor? History, yes. What the fuck is a rigor? What are you talking about? You wanted your, your BDSM results. Oh. What the fuck is a rigor? What is it? Rigor, that's... Mm, uh, hold on, let me... Let me click on it. I have no idea what you're talking about right now. Someone who enjoys tying other people up in rope. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. When we were talking about your I know. Uh, results. I didn't know that that's what it was called, but yeah. Rigor, yep. that sounds very... Yeah, just... That's because it's traumatizing us. It's too close to the other word. Um, <laughs> what else? Oh, bro. You never watched Power, did you? Like, none mm-hmm. of it. I'm watching Raising Canaan right now. Shit's hard. Shit's fucking hard, bro. I like their, their chicken strips. And the Raising Canaan. Not Canes. Oh. Raising Canaan. Stop it. It's a good show, bro. And it's just, I enjoy black show. Like, it's just niggas. I just love to see niggas on TV. I just love it. I just fucking love it. And it's not a bad show. The Shy is another show that I'm watching. I'm just like, nigga, this is a little bit different. They're in their fifth season, so it's getting rough. It's just... Mm-hmm. It, it so, tends to get rough when you that far I'm not... Off. Fuck that. I'm going to tell you all the truth. This season was decent, but there are moments where I'm just like, y'all just not going to talk about this? Like, there was a moment... Talking about The Shy, right? Yeah, The Shy. Like, for those of you who haven't seen... There's a lesbian couple on the show, and one of the lesbians cheats on the other lesbian. And they're married. And it's not a thing. Like, after it happened, it just wasn't a thing no more. Like, there's no after effect of cheating, nothing. They just showed that they went to therapy one time, and everything was cool. There's another person on the show that got abducted. She literally got kidnapped. She came back like nothing changed. Like, nothing, there's no... There is that type of shit that bothers me about the show, but it's still decent. T- it's like one I'm watching because I want to support black shows, and I've been invested in these characters. So I just want to see what happens with these characters, but I'm also just like, bro, when this show started, it was really fucking good. Now it's at best mid, and I'm not knocking none of y'all. I'm just telling y'all that the shit it ain't as good as it used to be. Fell off. It just it just not. Oh my god. There are no consequences. This one girl almost cheated on her nigga, went home, told his nigga told his nigga he just looked at her and then they reconciled like this. It's like nigga that ain't what? <laughs> what? Like <laughs> I remember me just being in the house like there's no way that's all that's gonna happen. So she went to this nigga's house. She was about to fuck this nigga. She was gonna fuck him if he let her. Went home, he told her no, went home. Told her nigga. That nigga was like, what? So what's the problem? She didn't cheat. Huh? She didn't cheat. What's the but, problem? But that's not Shay. <laughs> I mean. Shay. Shay. If your nigga came home and he said, hey, I almost cheated on you. Like, I was going to go through with it, but that person told me no. It's not like, hey, I thought about doing this and I decided not to. Had that person said yes, I was going to do this. Why did she tell? Uh, Why does everybody? I can't wait to get this. Bro, this, this, this thing that I'm crafting. Who? But anyway, if he came if if he came home and said that, you just gonna be like, hey, at least you didn't cheat. And that's gonna be that's gonna be the end of it. That's all I'm saying. Like this no. that's what they did. That's that's what happened. He was like, man, that's fucked up, bro. So what was gonna happen if you did it? Mm-hmm. And they just dropped it. That's <laughs> that is what happened. And I was like, that's not. So we're not gonna follow up on this at all. 
Like at all. Is the season over? Last episode dropped Friday. Mm. And now the people that she almost cheated on her nigga with are friends. Like everybody's friends now. Like there's no I'm like <sighs> Yeah. So there's that show. Um I think that's all I'm watching, reading. Um, I just bought this uh, Ninja Turtles game that I'm going to be playing with my brother. I've been playing the fuck out of Apex. Apex is my, like, when I'm going through it, that's what I play. Um, What am I listening to? Blues, Baby, Sir Charles Jones, Tyrone Davis, Mel Waters, um, Johnny Taylor, um, shit, Carl Marshall. I'm listening to the blues, drinking whiskey. Um, Tevin Campbell, I'm ready. Pop. Usher, moving mountains. Pop. Just, yeah. No, no Renaissance. You know why I don't listen to Renaissance? Why? I'm not happy. <laughs> it's too happy. I'm not happy yet. I'm not happy yet. I'm getting there. I'm getting there. I can tell by the music that I listen to. Oh, Charlie Boy, I look good. Playing the fuck out of that. Um, I'm getting there. I'm just not there yet. Mm-mm-mm. I'm trying to think what else. I think that's it. Um, I got booked a show for the end of the month. So I got to craft. I got to craft some new material for by the end of the month. We're in Mississippi. Yep. Hattiesburg. My hum- Bro, I've been doing this shit 10 years. Next month, I really make 10 years. That shit is crazy. But other than that, man, that's it. Um, you got anything you want to add, Shay? All right. How long we been talking? Over an hour. Bet. So, with that being said, guys, we're back. We're in the building, and thank y'all for listening. I want to tell y'all to follow us on social media at Dope Discussions. Follow me at Just Call Me D. Shay, Shay you giving out your shits? No. All right, bet. I mean, you about to do the... Never mind. We'll talk about it all that. But, yo, remember, no matter what you do, be true to you. We're up out of here. Peace. It's like moving mountains.